Hey, welcome back to The Key. This is Billy, and tonight I want to talk to you about blind faith. So, what is faith exactly? Faith is believing in something that you have no idea what the outcome is going to be. And we have faith in all sorts of stuff. Everybody has faith in something. You have faith that your boss is going to sign your paycheck. You have faith that your car is going to start. You have faith that your money is where you want it to be, that your bills are paid. You have faith in everything. Your barista making your coffee that it's going to turn out right. But you really have no idea how anything's going to turn out. You You have a thought of what you'd like. But there's no real guarantee in it. That's faith. You're believing that it's going to happen without being positive. You know, your company can go bankrupt and you won't get a paycheck. But you go to work every day believing that you will. But when it comes to God or the Bible, people's faith starts to diminish. You don't want to have faith anymore. And in the Bible, it talks a lot about faith. You know, for me, faith comes in when I was sitting in prison and had no idea what was going to happen. I had no idea what was going to become when I got out. I had no clue as to what my living situation was going to be or work situation or anything. But I had a cousin who I talked to every day and she says, you know, you got to have faith. God will work it out for you. Give it to God and watch it happen. And I'm finding over and over and over again where this is happening. You know, the day before I was set to be released from prison, I was going into a town that I had never been, into a halfway house full of people I've never met with no money, no job, no car, no nothing, but faith. And the night before I got out, my cousin, we talked on the phone and we prayed and we said, Lord, we're giving it to you. It's in your hands to do what's best. And I remember we were sitting there praying and my cousin says, you know, as she's praying, she's asking God to guide my life and to bring a good woman into my life that can stand by my side and bring the support and the structure into my life that I need. And the following day I got out of prison and I jumped onto Facebook and I had a friend request there from a girl that I had dated in high school. She was my high school sweetheart, my first love. 
And so I contacted her. And I'll tell you, it was like the Bible says when God will restore everything that has been taken from you. It was like we had never been separated. A month later, we got married. I was able to get a job. We moved into our first place. And it all started with a little bit of faith. In the book of Matthew, chapter 21... Jesus is out and he tells two of his disciples to go into a village. And he says to them, in that village, you're going to find a donkey and a colt. Cut them loose and bring them back to me. And if anybody says anything to you, tell them the Lord needs them and he'll allow you to bring them. And so the disciples went into the town, and just like Jesus said, they found the donkey and the colt, and they untied them, and the owner came out, and the disciples told them, therefore the Lord. And the man said, go. That's faith. Knowing how crazy it sounds, this man could have been like, hey, those are mine, what are you doing? But they had the faith to go forward and it worked out just like it was supposed to. You know, my wife, she was driving home from work one day and she got home and she said, babe, there's something wrong with the car, you know? And so I walked out and I looked and she had driven home from work on a flat tire and the tire was just destroyed. And Luckily, she made it home safe, and we don't know, you know, by the grace of God is the only thing that we can say as to how she made it home without a wreck or getting seriously hurt. But money was tight, and we had to pay all the bills, and, you know, we had no way to buy tires. And I told her, I said, you know, we need to pray. And so... We prayed, and that night we went to bed, and the next day I was going to take her car in to go get tires, and again, we had no money in our bank to afford this, but I went there anyways, and I was going to get off work early to go get the tires, and throughout the middle of the day, I got an alert on my phone that a deposit had been made into my account. It was a bonus from my company for the amount that we needed to get the tires done. That was my faith and God working it out for me. In the book of Joshua chapter six, the Israelites were battling to get into the promised land and they came up to the town of Jericho. And Jericho was this huge fortified city with big walls. The walls were big enough that they could ride their ch chariots over the top of the walls. 
massive walls. They had no idea what to do. So God told the soldiers, take seven priests and the Ark of the Covenant and march around Jericho one time every day in pure silence. Don't say a word. And on the seventh day, march around the town seven times. And on the seventh time, have the priest blow a trumpet. And when the priest blow the trumpet, all the soldiers were to let out a shout. Sounds crazy. How's that going to do anything? So in faith, they walked around the walls. Huge fortified walls. They walked and they walked and they walked. And on the seventh day, on the seventh lap, the trumpets blew and all the soldiers let out a yell and the walls came crashing down. What would have happened had they not had the faith in God to do as he said? They could have said, that's crazy. We're not doing that. We're going to get slaughtered. But they did it and it happened and it was a success because of their faith. Sometimes we go through life and we're so stressed out about every day and everything and all the stuff that's taking us back every day that we forget that we're not doing this alone. We don't have to do this alone. We have a father, a spiritual father. We have the Lord, our God, to help us, guide us through and to point us in the right direction. He'll do marvelous, miraculous things if you have a little faith. Believe in God and trust in God as much as you trust in your barista making your coffee. Or in your boss signing your paycheck. Give that little bit of faith and that little bit of trust. And I promise you remarkable things will happen. And sometimes it doesn't happen just the way you want it or just the way we plan it or just the way we think it ought to be done. You know, look in the book of Genesis chapter 6 when God is telling Noah that, hey, the world is a wreck. I'm not pleased and I'm going to destroy it. But I've taken favor on you and your family. You guys will be spared. But the rest of the world, watch out. And they mocked him and they ridiculed Noah and they went on about their business, partying and drinking and prostitution and everything. And day in and day out, Noah said, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It took 120 years around from the time when God told Noah, hey, I'm not happy to the time when it finally came to pass. But Noah never gave up. He had that blind faith. And him and his family were spared. You know, we need more Noahs in the world that 
even though things aren't happening right now or today, we need to believe that they will happen. Because it's a matter of time. And if it's not in the right time, in God's time, then you're not ready. In the book of Mark, chapter 5, verses 25 through 34, Jesus was walking through a large crowd, and they were traveling, him and his disciples in the crowd, and, you know, it's kind of a big deal, and everybody's walking through, and this woman, she had a um, bleeding disease, and, you know, she spent all her money and everything that she had trying to get well, and it just, it wasn't happening. And so she she had it in her mind that, hey, if I go up and I touch this guy's robe, I'll be healed. And I know it. And so she fought her way through the crowd. And finally, she was able to reach out a hand. And she was so tired by the time she got there, all she could do was muster up one hand and reached out and grabbed his robe. And the Bible says that Jesus felt the power leave his body at that moment and he turned around looking and looking and looking who touched me who touched me and his disciples said what are you talking about we're in a crowd Jesus everybody's touching you he says no 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 somebody with faith touched me and finally he looked and he saw the girl and when he looked at her she was just overwhelmed with fear and terror and she dropped to his feet and she started apologizing and trembling just afraid and God says my daughter your faith has healed you go and be well wow how many of us need a miracle to happen how many people are waiting and waiting and waiting for that miracle and they keep saying well it's not gonna happen to me it's not gonna happen to me nothing ever happens to me it's that mindset as to why nothing is happening you gotta believe it you gotta practice it you gotta speak it and you gotta have faith and bring it into existence. God can only do so much. You got to meet him in the middle. My uncle used to tell this uh, joke, if you will, about a man who prayed and he prayed and he prayed to win the lottery. Every day he prayed and he prayed and he prayed to win the lottery. And one day he was cursing God and he says, God, I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed. Why can't I win the lottery? And God responded to the man and he says, if you want to win the lottery, you got to buy a ticket. Do you need to buy a ticket today? Are you waiting for that miracle? Are you waiting for that act of God, but you're not putting in your due diligence it's time for you to buy a ticket have your faith get in the word pray talk to God speak into believing 
what you want. Speak it into existence. Thank you. I'd like to give everybody the opportunity to pray right now. If you'd like to make God your Lord and Savior, then please let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you, Father God, tonight, and we ask you to bless my listeners right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to open their eyes, Father God, to give them the faith that they need, Lord, to help them see that you're waiting and you're wanting to help them, Lord, and you're just waiting for them to have the faith that you need to help them, Father God. We ask you to give them the courage and the strength and the wisdom, Lord, to guide them through their life every day, Father God. Whatever their stressors may be, whatever they're going through right now, Father God, we ask you to bring it to a head, Lord, and guide them through whatever it is that their blessings may come to them, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray.